So Do you guys have a goldfish bowl in the middle of your what is that? No. Uh, See, okay, not this was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's Curtis. Yes. See, whenever they were talking to Curtis, I was like Okay, so I know one of them is named Trey, and I know the other one's, I think, Curtis, because that's the only other name I'm hearing. Yeah. But that's no funny. Fact, yeah, we never say your name. Well, I mean, I guess at the beginning, but it doesn't like, come that's too much. That's true. Yeah, I never thought about that. We should probably say our no, names more. I thought about it a long time ago. I was like, there for like two episodes, I said, I'm Josh, and then I go into it, but I stopped it because it doesn't feel natural to yeah. say, to announce myself. Yeah, the, welcome to CS Podcast where we create stuff. Or if you're Trey, create shit. And then, yeah, we never say your name. No. <laughs> and you've been fine with it this whole time. Yeah, well, you know. That's, so, no, it's, it's a gumball machine. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a very special gumball machine. <laughs> Long story machine. short. Yeah. No, there's, there's, there's more work. to the story, though, with the gumball machine. Because it has balls in its throat. And <laughs> these balls, yeah. <laughs> once they are extracted, they have... <laughs> like meaning like okay you'd have to listen to the episodes which to clarify uh i don't know if i mentioned before but like at the time i messaged you guys i had only listened to about two episodes of y'all's yeah that's yeah like gumball yeah and now i'm about 16 episodes deep so i'm did you more say 16 into... yeah oh my god are they hours like oh my cookies? god are, yes, are they, they are. little capsules with fucking yeah, words yeah in so it? uh it's a so reds are challenges so this is a memory challenge i don't actually remember what that is so you say that held That's, up really well uh, <laughs> um <laughs> but the yellow ones are like questions and we would get like audience interaction was the goal and they they could like write in questions and then we could answer them on the podcast if we pulled out a yellow gumball and then the blue ones are just freebies like like some of the red ones are like eat a raw egg like stand on an acupuncture pad like yeah i was not into the raw egg one when you guys did yeah. that it yeah, was, was uh, kinda, it was some kind of nasty yeah was, i thought yeah. you guys were using it like a magic eight ball <laughs> so it's like no. it's like well i don't have anything to say what does curtis have to say it spits out i don't give a fuck <laughs> and i'm like oh all right curtis, curtis thanks. has spoken <laughs> <laughs> i mean that'd be nice as like the third member be like what's your input curtis yeah <laughs> And it's just some Sun Tzu art of war shit. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Never fight by the enemy when the sun is in your eyes or whatever. (laughs) God. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play a cooperative experience. Then relate to the listener. If this game is the criminal or criminal or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Is there an earthquake going on over there? What happened to your mic just then? Where? Did I bump the table? Yeah, thought he was gonna call me his co-op martyr, and I was like, "Oh fuck, what's gonna happen to this episode?" <laughs> You'll do what needs to be done. All right, redo the intro, because I think your mic screwed up. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game is a criminal or criminal co-op, or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave, what is wrong with your microphone? I'm, Wait, what does it sound like? We're keeping it in. No, it, it sounds fine until it doesn't. Why? Okay, if it sounds fine, what's wrong with it? Help me out here. Oh, the yes, the guests. Our guests. <laughs> yes, our guests are from the CS podcast, Trey and Josh. Not Curtis, like I said before, which is actually their gumball machine. Salutations, friends. I'm Hello? Josh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Trey. All right, so quick brief about these two boys. They are wrestling painter, uh, radio, 
Oh, they do horror narrations, game design, board game design. These guys got a lot of fingers and a lot of pots. Real they estate. Get around. Real yeah. estate. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's a new one. Real estate, of course. And they are also future creative dream makers. Mm-hmm. What was it? Your your create stuff locations, brick and mortar. Right yes. in, uh, what was it? South Carolina? That is yes. correct. Yes. You have been Still, very deep in our uh, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Very deep in the throat of with the, <laughs> what were you talking about earlier? Oh, the gumball Curtis. machine. <laughs> yeah, right. Deep yeah. in thir- Curtis's throat. Yeah, well, I mean, they said that like the, the throat was too narrow for the balls to go down, <laughs> so they had to pull out the top. Like that was a, a, a plot point in the earlier yeah. episodes. It was pivotal. Piv- pivotal. Definitely yeah. uh, a flaw in the design of Curtis, unfortunately. Well, he was made for gumballs, not balls. Yeah, so this is Josh Trey. They're from the CS podcast where they create stuff, or in Trey's case, create shit. shit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so Language. how about you guys tell me a little bit that I might have missed in your little introduction? Well, dude, I think you covered most of it. Uh, other than that, we do like to uh, highlight other content creators, kind of uplift them on our platform. Um, that's kind of what we're like, mostly what we're about here at the CS podcast, I think. Um, other than goofing off and just encouraging people to start creating and to keep creating. What was the last thing you guys ate? Oh, man. Well, he's eating kind of now. <laughs> uh, turkey, meat sticks, and cottage cheese. Together? Beef jerky and hot like a, dogs. Like a cheese sandwich? <laughs> no. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> that would, you just dip it. No, you dip the Trey meat sticks just, and the cottage cheese. It was, see, I was going to do that, but... Oh. Yeah. But no, that was the last thing. Trey just watched me eat it. Yeah. What was the last thing you ate, Trey? Beef jerky and hot dogs. <laughs> Beef jerky and hot dogs? And hot dogs. What a meaty young just, lad. Uh, just all protein. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a concoction going on in my stomach right now. I like woke up at 1 p.m., hung over, and I was like, oh, me tummy. And so I had to get something really fast. And so I had like three-day-old Chinese food uh-huh. and uh, a toaster strudel <laughs> and <laughs> like a whole lot of Sprite. I have a whole bunch of Sprite left over from when I had COVID. I was drinking that a lot. The chocolate drink. Oh, those were gone forever ago. I I abolished those to the shadow realm, dude. (laughs) I'm just glad you hit all the major food groups with your meal. Now my stomach hurts for a different reason because of all all of that. (laughs) Man, between the three of us, (laughs) it's quite the combo. Yeah, Yeah, enough to make anyone sick. Philip. What? Take us somewhere. We're oh, this is dumb. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, just, you guys are just a little chat. It's fine. Okay, so Josh and Trey. Yeah. On our podcast, we have a certain segment we ask her question segment, a segment with question involved, where we ask our new guest about a notable co-op memory. So we'll start with you, Josh. Yes, sir. So Black Ops, the OG zombies from let's see, uh Black Ops one. Uh, playing Kino Der Toten or the Theater of the Damned with my little brother-in-law who who would have probably been, I don't know, 11, 12 yeah. at the time. <clears throat> um, just about every weekend, him hanging out on a Saturday, us staying up to, you know, the wee hours of the morning. And we always had a, we had a tradition. Once we got to like one o'clock, two o'clock, something like that, which we always made it to, uh, we would pause the game and we would, uh, break to the kitchen 
and make a traditional egg sandwich. And that was our tradition. Yeah. And that would probably be the best notable. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, can I get more details on the egg sandwich? Like, what's, what kind of composition are we talking? I'm very uncomfortable about whatever that is. Well, no, because I'm a big fan of the tuna egg combo, you know? God, you're so gross, dude. Did you <laughs> just say tuna based. and egg? Yeah. Okay, so you get tuna, you get boiled eggs, you chop them up, maybe get some throw it in there with maybe a little bit of man mustard, mix it all up, some pack. Dude, even your mic is cut. Your mic is cutting out just so that we don't have to hear whatever you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. It's good. That's all I can say. It's good. I'm about so, to send your ass to Australia or something, dude, for these crimes. So I, I asked that because, Trey, what's one of the last things you've seen me make? Oh, my God. Tuna and eggs. <laughs> but mine is eggs in a, fr- or a, a pack of tuna in a frying pan and cracking eggs in it. So I make sort of like an omelet. I just want to point yeah. out that a year ago when we watched, uh, what, what did you have a year ago with your Little Caesars pizza and you cracked open <laughs> a tuna can and put, oh. you put tuna on your Little Caesars pizza? So I, it was a cheat day. So I had Little Caesars pizza, but I put tuna on top of it because, hey, it wasn't enough protein to begin with. And then I dipped it in red. <laughs> of course. I love how he's like, hey, you remember 36 days, five hours and 43 <laughs> minutes ago? Oh, yeah, man. I was eating beef jerky with yeah. peanut butter and it was pretty good. And I remembered right. exactly. Yeah, I remember the carb count. So much food talk, and I'm getting sicker. Like, I'm like my hungover is not being helped anymore. You don't like tuna pizza? I don't like tuna at all. Yeah, I, I feel you. It's fair. That's a very <laughs> fair uh, thing. I'd just curl up in the fetal position and cry if I had to eat pizza with tuna on it. <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny about that. Like back when I was working on the flight line, we really wouldn't get lunch breaks. So there would just be boys that would rip open the, the little packs of tuna and would just like fish it out with their fingers and just <laughs> eat it on the go. I could, and, uh... I mean, they got hydro fluid and engine oil and everything else on their hands. I'm like, you sick puppy. <laughs> Anyways, we are a did gaming podcast. Did we go podcast. through both of, both of your co-op no. memories? Or did I cut you off? Oh, so, sorry. No, <laughs> not. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, this egg sandwich would just be, I mean, I, I try to stay away from mayo, but, you know, uh, a tradition, you know, uh, food staple has to have mayo. So it's just a couple scrambled eggs on uh, white bread or whole wheat, whatever we had. A couple scrambly boys. Yeah, that's all. Nothing. Just a very basic right, sandwich. That's... It's a good memory. I don't know why this is making me think of... I used to take Adderall, and it used to make me not eat when I was a kid. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I was at my friend's house at like from four days, maybe, of not eating. I spent the night at his house. We were playing like Need for Speed Underground 2 on the GameCube. And I was lay- I woke up in the floor, and I couldn't move because I was so hungry. And I just reached out to my friend, and I was like... I need food. Give me something. Anything. I don't care. And he came he said, back Here's with a plate. He came yeah. back. <laughs> oh, man. I would have died. But he came back with a plate full of just pepperoni. He just, put, <laughs> he just grabbed a handful of pepperoni, slapped it on a plate, microwaved it for like 15 seconds, and That's then brought it back to me. And so I just I, – I've never seen this before. Like just pepperoni by itself. I didn't know you could eat just the – just the condiments oh, off of yeah, the pizza. Just, just pepperoni, just salami. Like my dad, like that's what he buys is just lunch meat. Like I got go to town on some capicola. Like, oh yeah. But that became our tradition, just eating pepperonis and playing, <laughs> I don't know, God knows what. 
So I, I didn't mention that I actually, on the, the underside of my forearm, I have a scar from one of these egg making expeditions. <laughs> uh, it, it popped out. I've never had egg pop out of a frying pan and singe my skin, but to go along with this, uh, with this co-op memory, I felt like I needed to mention the scar from one of these egg sandwiches yeah. from my co-op. You memory. have physical proof. I do. That's horrifying. <laughs> this egg just physically assaulting you while as, you're, as you're a kid. I'd probably yeah. stop cooking altogether. <laughs> well, so to be fair, I was, I don't know, probably 26, 27. Yeah. And my little brother-in-law was like 11 or 12. So as an adult, you know. Yeah. I didn't learn how to cook eggs until I was probably like 20. <laughs> That's a pretty long time. Yeah, and it was like my little sister. She was like, you don't know how to scramble eggs? I'm like, I ah, use this, right? That's all you yeah, do? I don't know. Yeah, that's it. That's the general motion, yeah. Does the yellow thing get in there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Please, can we just move on? Yeah. <laughs> Please tell us your co-op memory. So mine's not as exciting. Like, I didn't, I didn't make eggs or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I did play a lot of Halo 2 with one of my love. best friends. Yeah, that's, that's my best co-op experience, making love. No, I would play. I played a lot of Halo Two with uh, my my best friend growing up. Um, I remember getting my Xbox, like the original Xbox, and going to my dad and be like, "Hey, I need I need Xbox Live. Like that's what that's what we're doing. Like that's what everybody's doing. And I've got to play Halo like online. And uh, I remember loading in my first match and him, you know like with me and just playing online and just being absolutely trash at the game because we'd never played online. We were like, Oh, we're pretty good. Like we kill each other a lot. Like we're pretty good yeah, at this. Yeah. And then you drop in and you play with people that know what they're doing. And yeah, you, you find out real quick, small fish, big pond, you get humbled, big fish, small pond, whatever it is. There's an analogy there. That's pretty good. Fish eggs and yeah. <laughs> Caviar and eggs. Well, all right then. <laughs> now it's time for the news. Yeah, that's it. Let's go with the, the sound effect. So, what do you guys know about copyright infringement? Dude, I actually just took a training on that at work. No joke. There was a guy on good. YouTube that used to, he was like reviewing anime and manga and stuff, and then Koei slapped him with a whole bunch of oh, C, no. like, what is it, cease and desist or whatever? Yeah. And YouTube stood up for him. So good for Whoa, YouTube. Really? YouTube said, no, 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 no. Put those videos. They like took away. They wanted to hit him with like 150 copyright strikes. Oh my goodness. And they were like, mm -mm, you, you leave this guy alone. And they put all his videos back up, but they're not available in Japan. And so. I mean, that's kind of understandable, yeah. I guess. Which, Nave, if you say that was a lot of copyright strikes, this guy, as of yesterday, Gilva Sunner has been hit by 1,300 takedowns from Nintendo. Oh my God! Whoa! Now his channel or his channel, his channel is featured for. He just does video game OSTs and sound effects. That's all he posts, and that and just like he'll put up remixes that people will make and just want him to host to get it like out there. Yeah, and he's been doing this for the last like ten years. He has just been constantly posting. It's actually a team of people, but they all work under this one channel. So someone so, had the audacity to put the Sonic boing. In the in one of their <laughs> songs, I got him. Just <laughs> took the whole channel down. So I just wanted to get kind of the roundtable opinion on this. About what? So YouTube is kind of like a place people go to listen to music, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and, yeah yeah so do you think it's like is this comparable to if i was just completely ripping off someone else's media and posting it to like spotify or itunes or something like that and trying to publish like as my own album if i were just publishing these youtube videos are these the same level of plagiarism what's crazy is the know. dude's been doing it you said 10 years and he's just yes. now getting hit with all these copies copyright that like nintendo just finally i guess was just like fuck it and hit him with all of them at once like that's it's wild that it took him 10 years to to track this guy down i don't know one of my favorite youtube channels stone meadow of doom is literally just he just uploads albums of song of, of like albums from bands it's mostly like stoner metal or stoner rock yeah. and I don't think he's ever. I don't. I wonder if he's how many copyright strikes he's gotten. But I'm pretty sure all of the things he uploads, the people are like, "Please upload our album to your YouTube yeah. channel," because they get like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of views. And that's how I learn about a couple of like indie stoner music, indie stoner bands, indie stoner bands. Fuck. <laughs> well, and you said these are original soundtracks that the guys uploaded and Nintendo hit it. Yeah, like, this is. No, stuff from game studios or from Nintendo, oh, such as okay. Super Mario soundtracks, gotcha. Legend of Zelda soundtracks. Gotcha. Those were the primary hit ones in this takedown. And they're just, the like you said, the original. There's no, yeah, he, he's not no, putting. No, there was no remixing. It was just the, you know, 60 second long loop, but he only puts up the 60 seconds of it. And he's just yeah. like, hey, this is Kokiri Forest. And there's no video to go with this to add extra entertainment. I think that he just has like the album artwork on on there. Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't, yeah. Think of it doesn't necessarily fall fair use. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's fair use, and then there's and then we we know <laughs> Nintendo. They don't fuck around. Like they, no, they don't. They, they did, I mean, talking they they've hit emulators, like all kinds of stuff. So I mean, that's not like, surprising. I feel Let like me in put the, that that out there. Sorry, in this situation, it just sounds lazy. Like he knows it's going to get a ton of views. He knows he's going to make $5 a month on well, no, YouTube he, ad revenue. They claim that this channel is not monetized. So it's, it, not. it's not generating any income. Oh, okay. Oh, well. It's still Nintendo, though. I was Even if say, it's not making money, yeah. they don't care. Like, <laughs> right. It, it doesn't I mean, matter. Does he, what is he, you know, the question would be, what's he trying to get out of it? Is he just literally doing it to share it with the world? Yeah. Is he, is he linking his own website in the description that, you know, he custom makes socks now mario that socks. is a feature where he does link his own website where he hosts remixes of the songs oh okay but okay. not the actual product i would say right yeah, yeah i would say you know what's his motive if it's just to share it with the world i don't know what it's hurting yeah um but if it's to you know help drive traffic towards his own personal uh, merchandise or product or creation then yeah. You know, eh, that's a little, yeah. So it, it could be viewed as scummy. Yeah. But here's my take on it as far as like the devil's advocate. Sure. Against copyrights or whatever. So in a lot of these, they were Nintendo properties, for instance, Legend of Zelda, Mario, yeah. that type of stuff. I then said like, okay, well, what legal avenues do I have? Mm -hmm. Well, you can go to Nintendo's partner, asiaplay.com or dot J in or whatever it is. And you can order the Japanese version to have it imported into the United States. That's your number one option. And that's the only option I could find if you're not just getting it resold by someone else who happens to have like a promotional copy or something like that. Yeah. 
Hmm. I go to iTunes. iTunes actually does have the Pokemon stuff, but that is being managed by was it Nintendo of America or Game Freak? Probably. Like they're the producers yeah. of that one. But the Super Mario stuff, the Zelda stuff, there is nothing shown for that in the iTunes marketplace. And I'm not even talking like for streaming, like outright buying, because you know, like when you pay for iTunes streaming, you have access to most of the library, mm-hmm. but some things are still purchase only. Yeah, it's kind of like Prime. Hmm. Definitely. Oh, okay. So you're saying there's just there's no way to get your hands on it. Not an than, option if yeah. you just want to listen to it for your own, you know. Which is frustrating. Yeah. That, that's a that's an interesting point. I know I definitely listen to uh, a lot of Nintendo soundtracks on YouTube, and that's the only place where I can. I mean, because they, yeah. I mean, on Spotify, they have like Final Fantasy. They have a bunch of Final Fantasy soundtracks that you can listen to. And so that's really cool. Like every single year they do the wrapped. One of my top artists is the Nobu, whatever his name <laughs> yeah. is, oh, who yeah. makes the Final Fantasy soundtracks. Yeah. I'm just like, I wish it wouldn't count that, but <laughs> there he is. Makes sense though. He's such a great composer. Like, <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like these composers, while they are under contract with whatever studio they're working with, mm-hmm. like they are basically limited in the production of their work to only Japan or maybe only the asia continent yeah i don't know if we count china but you know what i'm saying like there's yeah, yeah. not a lot of options yeah. over in the western world for us to gain these without going through import hmm. yeah it's a it's a tough situation i can tell you per my fc like the training that i did at work technically like i mean obviously nintendo has a right whether or not i like you can't if you can't listen to it anywhere else here in the west like that's i i i don't see you know a problem with it as far as if he's just doing it to where we could listen to it but per actual law yeah they i mean they have the right it's frustrating but well, it is what it thing. is on his channel he claims that all the things are like ripped directly from the game and yeah they claim the own copies of each games i feel like that's a weird stance or like point to make yeah since like they're pulling it from like a program you own. Yeah. Like, I like, wonder if it's like, kind of like, distributed, of course. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a ROM, right? Like it's, it's illegal to download ROMs, but if you were to do an emulator and like rip your, you know, your old oh, PlayStation no, Final good. Fantasy. Yeah. You're good. Like it's legal, which is, it's weird. That's a weird area. All right, boys. That is definitely a interesting topic. And we'll be looking out in the future. Talk to your senators. I don't even know what we're <laughs> talking about anymore. Honestly, <laughs> I think this kind of goes into um, like, not directly, but game preservation yeah as like a hmm. a topic i don't know because for instance we talk about lost odyssey because that was the last soundtrack that really came up on our podcast where i was like man i like i just keep thinking about the lost odyssey soundtrack i listen to it on youtube because it's not on itunes and itunes mm-hmm. is my primary music streaming service now i don't know like did square do that game i'm not sure no but, it was uh mistwalker i'm pretty sure it was mistwalker is. Yeah, it was Mr. Walker. It's the guys who did Blue Dragon. I think they just make phone games right now, though. Oh, but I listen to it on YouTube. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Oh, God. I won't tell if you won't. All right. So this is the part where we beg for money. If you like co-op content. We talked about what games we were playing. Yeah, we did that like an hour ago. Did we? I didn't ask you. Nay, what games are you playing? Did I get skipped over? Yeah. (laughs) And and I've got the most interesting games of them all. You you talked about Pokemon Arceus? I don't know. Am I, I on talk drugs? About that either. No. Okay. That was it. We just asked the guests about our <laughs> games and didn't talk about our games. Talk about Pokemon because uh, I want to know about because we haven't talked since you got it. Okay. Pokemon 
Did you really call it Arceus? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you just put wrote Pokemon ARC, and I just filled in the blank with my imagination. Well, it's Arceus. Oh, fuck, so dude. So write that down. Have you not seen the anime? All right, well, stop the podcast. <laughs> I've embarrassed myself for the first time since the inception <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah, this is, this is the one time you can go for this one. So the game is surprisingly good because I was definitely on like a, uh, what's that thing that musicians use that go back and forth? A violin? Metronome? Metronome. Name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's strike two. Violin. <laughs> violin. Violin. The back and forth. I don't know. Yeah, but I was going like, dang, this game looks lit. And then I'd see more game footage and I'm like, oh, this game looks bad. Then, <laughs> then they'd put out like new details and I'd be like, oh, this game looks lit. And then they'd like, but for some reason your character has a cell phone. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Like I thought it was supposed to be medieval Pokemon. Why do you have a cell phone? I started the game. Uh, quick spoilers. The reason you have a cell phone is you're a time traveler. Surprise. That's the first <laughs> two minutes of the game. A time travel <laughs> in the first two minutes of the game? Yeah. Yeah, it comes in fast. Well, first God comes down and talks to you, and then you time oh, travel. Oh, great. <laughs> this is a very unserious game, it seems, huh? Just Pokemon the yeah. fever dream. They're almost doing the reverse of like any JRPG, which is like, you know, level two, help me bake this cherry pie. Level 99, kill God. <laughs> which, dude, that meme that you're referencing, that fucking, with the with the doge but it had the ring with the eyes yeah. all around it dude that comes up in my game actually like that exact imagery that exact imagery is in well, the fucking game i played biblically accurate angels right the rings with the eyes is that what that's supposed to be yep. with like there's 17 an wings there's an achievement for it i don't know what it's called let me let me go look. all right well let me, let me wrap this up so in it you basically like they took pokemon go where you collect thousands of pokemon just always catching them just to grind them up in the candy they took that and they combined it with the classic the classic games where you go around and fight them and so in this it's like hey man you could drop to a section i need you to go collect 25 badoofs and i'm like okay and they're like seven of them need to be whoppers and i'm like okay so we're looking for these fat hogs i'll find them and then you're you're out there hunting them you can sneak up on them like this isn't really relevant for badoof because he's a He's a dummy. <laughs> and you can just like run up on him and just like machine gun pokeballs and catch a herd of them, which you don't have to fight him anymore a lot of the times so if you can get the jump on him. So if you don't know why like... I'm thinking about the guys in the helicopters shooting pigs in Texas. Have you seen that? Yeah, of course. That's just, what just doing that to Bidoof's just just throwing millions of pokeballs down into a field as they're running away. It's, a, it's kind of morbid to laugh about, but it's so outrageous. It's funny because you're laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at a lot of weird shit. So anyways, you catch Bidoof's, and it gives you a reason to use other Pokemon. Because in the other games, it was like, hey, uh, eight-year-old boy, or ten-year-old boy, whatever you are, here's your first Pokemon, here's a Pokedex, go be the best in the world and beat all these adults and everything. And I'm like, this seems a little unrealistic. But then, in this one, they're and, like... I thought you were going to say, and then the, the character himself said that in the game. And I was like, ah! <laughs> no, that'd be too meta. In this one, they drop you in and they're like, hey, you're part of a Pokemon research division. I just need you to go <clears throat> collect 25 Bidoofs. And you're like, no no crap? That's all I got to do? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you get research points. They give you more money to get more items, more Pokeballs. 
but of course you're also building your team at the same time whereas before it was like you're building the best combat team whereas in this run i have distinctly not been building the best combat team like i still got my starter syndiquil on my team which janna named barry i'm not sure why but that's his name like barry with the e or with the a with barry with an a and a y to be specific I thought you were going to be like, it was B-E-A-R-I. <laughs> oh, <Barry. shit. laughs> so I got him and I have a Bidoof that I've been power leveling. And those are my two boys. And the rest of my slots have just been research Pokemon because you research them by keeping them on your team, leveling them up, fighting with them. So these are Pokemon that I'm not attached to, but I'm using them out in the field, which is a big pace change, I feel, compared to the other games. I have only gotten about three or four hours into the game, but I am feeling greatly positive on it so far. What was that you were saying 20 minutes ago about Pokemon <laughs> being grinded up into candy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you got Is like 25 like Bidoofs, right? You're not going to keep those Bidoofs in your little PC box. So you release them back into the wild, and they leave you behind this um, this dust. I forgot what it was called. This candy dust that you Stardust? didn't feed to you. Yeah, it might be Stardust. I don't remember. It's some mm. shiny dust. And you give the dust to your other Pokemon, and it makes them stronger. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I'm not <laughs> a fan of that. I thought, I, was yeah. gonna, I thought you were going to talk about, like, you know how, like, in the first Mario, that says that Bowser turned all of the toads and stuff into bricks, and you're, like, spending the whole game breaking bricks? Yeah. And so it's like, Mario's a mass murderer. What was that stupid youtube channel talking about that kind of stuff it's probably game theory yeah game theory i think yeah i think you're right but it's like legit in, in the little booklet josh ray you pokemon fans pokey fans for life it is stardust by the way <laughs> okay <Nice. good. laughs> uh yes very much so uh, i'm actually going through it right now as well um i, I know the okay. bidoofs that you're talking about yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite a lot of them there's a but, lot of bidoof yeah yeah a lot of those uh i've got I think my party right now is Drifloon. I'm, I can't find one of the thick weasels, the thick boy weasels. Um, oh, I have yeah, to, thick weasels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, everyone I catch, they're my like, it has Pokemon. to be 2.8 feet or whatever the metric is. And I was like, mine's like, my, the biggest one I have is 2.6. And I was like, come on. <laughs> hey, 2.6 is, I'm sure that's average and sufficient. Probably, yeah. It works for some people. Yeah. Just not this guy. It's, funny because it almost makes it like a fishing game where you're like oh man yeah. this Badoof is a whopper exactly <laughs> yeah. what i was thinking i was thinking of the zelda ocarina of time fishing game <laughs> like well you just gotta go find the big one yeah you gotta find the big one yeah because they want the biggest one you can get the big one likes to hang out by the tree that's the, right. that's the secret nave just what is this um whatever you put it here oh i found the achievement <laughs> by the way it's the achievement was ezekiel event and when I saw that, I was like, hmm, that sounds religious. And then I just went on with my day. But the game the game I'm talking about is called Fatum Batula. Oh, yeah. You talked about this already. This game kicks ass. I'm about to buy it for you because I think it's only like $6. Please don't. <laughs> but it's <laughs> but um, it is a game that's a purposeful. It purposefully looks like a PlayStation 1 game or a Nintendo 64 game. Like that's what the graphics look like. It's kind of atmospheric. Like, it looks like a horror game when you first look at it. And if you're scared easy, I guess it is a horror game. But I was kind of just curious the whole time. 
just walking around. So basically, you spawn in this room. There's a tree, and that's really it. And you, in your pocket, you find a note talking about uh, a little girl walked up. She, this, this little girl walked to the end of a path, stared into the darkness until the darkness stared back, and then she disappeared. And so you ha you're on a path, and there's darkness to, at the end of the path. And so it, you go and you stand there for about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds until it starts staring back at you. And then a monster shows up with giant teeth. And he's like, hey, uh, this is the tree. Uh, it's drinking whatever is underneath it. Please don't put shit in there. Here's some vials and goodbye. And you leave. So then it. you Thanks. just got to wander around, and it's it's a very Fever Dream-ish-esque game where there's, like, a cat you could talk to, and he's like, oh, me tummy, I'm hungry. And um, you could get a knife and kill it, take its blood, and then give it to the tree, and then the tree's pretty upset about that. It kind of wants blood now. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is pretty good, but now you got to bring me blood forever. And that's the end. There's a, there's a whole lot of different endings, though, so that's not really a spoiler. And you know. Not a lot of people would think to just kill the cat, because that was my first <laughs> instinct with the knife was, oh, I, I wonder if I can go kill that now. But Well, you know, uh, whenever you first recommended this game to me, I looked at the reviews, and there was one review that was five stars, and it said, artsy crap, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it, does feel, it does feel pretty artsy, especially some of the endings. Like, one of the endings was, uh, it, it was just like the rain and then thunder and it's just putting words up on the screen just talking about something i can't remember but it's like watching rain go into a gutter it's like some shit that i would do <laughs> so <laughs> anyway All right, so i'm gonna write that down so you said fupa tomb, fupa tomb? <laughs> yes okay got no, it. that's a different game uh oh. it's f-a-t-u-m-b-e-t-u-l-a but it's pretty cool. Sounds like I played it on crap. Xbox. I don't know if it's on other systems or not. I know it's on PC. I know it was on PC originally, but just because of another ending. Another ending was the developer just going, hey, I just thought I'd put a video of me making the game. <laughs> He's just talking about it. I'm like, this is a cool <laughs> ending. This is my favorite ending so far. You know, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, do you remember back in Left 4 Dead how they would have the developer... Uh, what is it called? Like monologues? Oh, developer commentary. The little yeah, speech bubbles. Games don't do that anymore. God, it's so good. They had that in uh, what is it? Everyone's gone to the rapture. No, it was it was one of those walking sims. You know was what I'm talking it, about? Uh, Edith, witness or something like that. Uh, it, it, would you say gone home? I think Edith? you got. Was it, it the diary of Edith? Edith. Yes, that one. That's it's. I think it's that one. Yeah, I think I saw that as well, but I didn't play it through that playthrough. I don't remember. Whatever. But yeah, it was it, it had developer commentary for the walking simulator. And really, it's just like, yeah, this place is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making it. If you're it. into that kind of thing. All right, Nave, the gunk. Oh, yeah, I put a, t a second game down, huh? The gunk's pretty cool. Play it. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Okay, it's cool. like uh, It's like you got a, you got a flood machine in your hand you got a glove and uh you just clean up the gunk and then the planet gets prettier and your character's like hooray for the animals but it's it, it feels good to just do something as mundane as cleaning it's just like because it's like you ever play bully 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm all over the mm-hmm. place this episode, man. But Bully's there's a games. it's a lot of fun. There's a mini game in there where you mow the lawn, and mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite mini games because you just see the percentage go up, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, what I mean? <laughs> just, it's mowed pretty good. I love that you play bully for mowing and not bullying others or half the other stuff. Like you could just bought like mowing simulator. I bet that's a video game. It I think is. it is. I've heard yeah. the reviews are pretty yeah. bad. Because <laughs> oh, like, it? there's like limits on how you can adjust your blade and the edging is terrible. Oh, how <laughs> dare they? <laughs> oh my god. Why even bother then? Yeah. I know. Like if they're not yeah, gonna simulate it? it correctly. Now this that's a misconception I hear a lot about bully though, because I'm pretty sure bully is about being bullied. It is. And, be, and like a lot of people will be like, Yeah, you can you can you can hit it's Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a Rockstar game. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're standing up to the bullies. But I, I always hear people talk about bully as if you are the they're like Rockstar is so brave or it's like so stunning and brave for making a bullying simulator and it's like well, I don't yeah, like that at its about. core, the game is pretty. Like the story is, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Like you're you're standing up and like you're uniting the the all the kids and like bringing these factions together, like the nerds and the jocks and everything. Like it's 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 yeah, it's not what you think it is. Wholesome content. Yeah. All right. I didn't Lord. make it that far in the game. All right, Nate. I couldn't get out of my locker. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wholesome content, what have our Twitter boys been saying? I think that's one of one of the last remaining pictures I have of my high school is me being in a locker. <laughs> By choice? And just my friends just laughing, just laughing like crazy. Because I was like, I bet I could, because I'm skinny. I'm a skinny, I'm a small little boy. So I was like, I bet I could hop up into this locker and just fetal position. I bet you could close the door. All right, Twitter. Yes. Um, I uh, asked anyone, it, this episode's about Rainbow Six Extraction, by the way. I know we've covered a plethora of different <laughs> topics, but that's what this is actually about. I was like, we're recording today. Who are your favorite operators? Do you like the game loop? Yada, 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 all that stuff. And um, the DualSense podcast, at the DualSense pod, surprise, enjoying it more than I expected, although I was excited beforehand. I could see how it could get repetitive, but the studies slash challenges keep it fresh, and I enjoy leveling up and unlocking new things. I do think it is missing something more on the progression side, though. Well, wrap up the podcast. He said it more. He said it better than we're going to be able to say. We're not there yet, though. But yeah, well, there, we got one more from Quit the Build. Oh, you're going to call back to them? Oh, yeah. Do you have our Twitter pulled up? I do. All right. Do you want to read Quit the Build then? Quit oh, the God, Build. Yeah, That's a pretty good podcast. They're nice boys. Quit the Build. They said the gameplay loop gets boring after a while. It's fun right now, but I can't imagine coming back to it frequently most sessions i'm sick of it by the second run i, really, I regret making you read this one <laughs> really feels like it should have just been a permanent mode for siege well i haven't played siege that much so i'm glad they made it separate yeah so, you're not very good at siege yeah i'm pretty bad are you Thanks good at this your, game what no not really i've always okay. lowest on the leaderboard i was well, I, I don't really think about it too because i'm always at the top so i just never look Oh, thanks. It, it must be so hard <laughs> to see at the top. Yeah, that was what, when we were playing with John and his friend, they were getting super pissed off at me because I would just sprint in, like fucking, like the Terminator. <laughs> just sprint in, just shoot everything. And everyone's like, well, now I'm going to be at the bottom of the leaderboards. And I'm being stealthy and objective-based. All right. 
anyway. Let's take a quick break and then we'll hit the meat of our pod. Boom, 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 boom. It. I'm actually using the bathroom right now. Right now. <laughs> we built them into these nice-ass chairs. <laughs> the chairs from uh, Gary Bankson? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that reference. This is the second time that we've had a, 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 a guest on, and they're both in the same room. It makes me oh, jealous yeah. because I, I bet know. it's more fun. It's it's nice. It has its we perks. Don't, we don't know another way. Yeah. I couldn't. I don't have anything to compare it's it to. It's great until Josh farts and... Uh, then it's then it's a problem. All that tuna and the cottage cheese. What does that smell? I would definitely just want to slap Philip, just <laughs> just right on the arm, just so I that there's like a meaty sound. Hit the table that a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Just like stand up and grab the table. <laughs> we need to. Well, end I need this. to go check in the kitchen. You explain yeah. to them what's happening. So I was joking about him farting, and then all of a sudden uh, the air turned on in my house, and I smell something. <laughs> it must be Something's coming from burning. the kitchen. Yeah, that's uh, kind of what it smells like. Yeah, uh, my wife's cooking right now, so. Usually <laughs> and now you're on you're on record going. It smells like something's burning, disgusting, yeah. awful. Dude, my, <laughs> my wife's cooking. <laughs> so uh, my my mom uh, is notorious for burning things, like set our uh, grill on fire one time. Um, so yeah, anytime anything's burnt around here, it just tastes like home. I was about to I was about to be oh. smart ass and just go, aren't <laughs> girls designed to be on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Everything good? He's been gone for a long time. Yeah, I hope he's okay. Fire extinguisher. <laughs> he's yeah. just engulfed in flames when he comes <laughs> back. <laughs> Everything's this is fine. This is okay. Just at his funeral. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe we should send someone else in, but then we'll lose him too. <laughs> it's better off we the whole podcast. Hope he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> this candle smells good. What flavor is that? Is that Moonlight Sunrise? Uh, raspberry Peach Frosé. <laughs> I don't know what this last word is. F-R-O-S-E with a fucking oh, thingy. Frosty. Frosty, yeah. <laughs> frosty. I bet it tastes terrible. Did you say candle? Yeah, yeah. it's candles. Oh, okay, candle. just making sure. Yeah, just making sure we're I on just, the same page. You started talking sure about tasting. Like, That's a, yeah, it's rough. You said you just got what, over it. candle? The, oh, well, yeah. Well, both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This, these candles don't these candles aren't very good. Well, I mean, are those the dollar store candles that have Jesus on the outside of it? No. I bet those would probably be man, something Saint about Mary. the dollar store just works. These are like from Walmart. You are you a dollar tree dollar store guy, dollar tree guy, or dollar general? Or do you have that many dollar places? Yeah, I think my, my mom works at Dollar General. Oh, okay. So Honestly, I get a lot general of shit just randomly. Move for us. Yeah. Oh, you had to get pizza. That's what you're Is it okay? Is anything burning? Uh, oh, she's okay. That's why it kind of smells like eggs. That makes sense. Okay. All this We're egg good. talk. Yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> this is our eggiest episode. I can smell a lot of, a lot of eggs. eggs here in the, in the CS, Casa de Caca here. Casa de Caca. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. And you said the name for Kino do Toten, and I was like, I always thought that it was just a metal ass sounding name. I didn't think that it actually meant something. Oh yeah, Theater of the Damned. I mean, that's a pretty oh, metal Kino. name. It is pretty metal. I was thinking of uh, what was that song? Oh, Here Comped Alex from Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Here Comped Alex, <laughs> fucking dude. Yeah. It's one so, of the only rock band's songs that didn't move up, move up from Rock Band One to Rock Band Two. It was also play one Rock of the Band ones, One to play that one. That was uh, 
in a foreign language, like non-English. Yeah, there's a couple of them now though. A lot of a lot of Spanish, which are fucking bops. Honestly, I fucking <laughs> I really love like what is it? Uh, the Mars Volta. Holy shit, they slap, boys. They slap. All right, you ready to talk about some Rambo Six? <laughs> kind of just want to talk about music. Mars, yeah. <laughs> Are we a music podcast? Dude, I'm about to go. I bought a tickets to a new show in March, I think. It's a fucking dream show for me. Woo! Woo! I'm so All excited. Right, who's playing then? It's fucking Between the Barrier to Me and Car Bomb, baby. Car Bomb. I want to see Car Bomb so bad. I've already seen Between the Barrier to Me, and they're very good. But I think I'm they're going to do their mind. new album. You guys rockers? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Good. Do you like Car Bomb? No. What's your favorite no, I'm song? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Name three songs on different Name albums. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really like the album where it's like up, down, down, up, up, down, up, down, down, up, down, down, up, up. And yeah, like, B.A. Uh, that's Start. a good album. Select. <laughs> that, that album. I love that one. Yeah. So, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, <laughs> originally known as Rainbow Six Quarantine, relabeled after you know quarantine <laughs> uh is a spinoff of siege came out this year january so like we haven't heard from you boys as much as this pod please jump in whenever you feel like you have something pressing to say how depressing much experience did you get either one okay no i'm the depressing one you don't take that from me how much experience do you have with siege just siege uh like half an hour one match. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm the only one that plays Siege. Yeah. Yes. This is Great. a one-sided pod then. <laughs> All right. I'll just shut up then. Now, how much extraction did you get in? Uh, What, like five-ish five. hours? Probably about five or six. Something like that. We played, right. for, we played for a good little while. Yeah. I was really hoping. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I was really hoping you'd be like five, six minutes. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like half an hour of Siege, five, six minutes. Just enough to talk about the pod. Talk about like, great. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just fucking talk about eggs and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Me and Nave both put in about 15 hours, and based on the progression thing, it said I was 19% game completion at that point. Oh wow! So oh, you can see that? Yeah, it says it on your. Uh, I'm not sure where exactly, but on your like, I don't know if that's for the research or your player level, whatever. I was at 19%. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty vague on what it means. I think it's the main, just the main menu. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, because we played it yesterday for a, a good, good little while. while. Yeah, and we uh we dove in and uh, so I played the tutorial. Josh did not, and I was like, yeah, I'll walk you through. Like it'll, it'll be all right. Like we we'll, we'll figure it out. It's it's not too bad. Yeah. It's a first person shooter. And we were going through, uh, got through the first extraction zone. We we're like, okay, this is uh this is fairly easy. Got to the second one and. Uh, what what was that the one where we we had to secure the MIA operator um and i accidentally hit like extract and then dropped her like i i got confused on the like i didn't think you could just drop her in the pot i thought you had to hit the button yeah and it was like get in the extraction zone and i was like well it says here that we could either get in the extraction zone or we could just continue on so we just continued on and uh it oh, murdered no. us yeah, yeah, it murdered us. So, so we, we were, did really well. Yeah, we were like, what is this? Our first playthrough, but then the second time, we were like, oh, okay, we got it. This, this is pretty easy so far. And yeah, we, we got, didn't do so hot the yeah, second Yeah, the little one. bloaters, they, uh, they, they blow you up. They did. <laughs> he went. He was at like 
100% health. I forget what operator you were playing. And immediately, like, you were like, oh, no. Sledge. And then you dropped down to, like, 10 health. And I was like, oh. I was Sledge. and That's right. I, I just saved Sledge today by myself. Nice. I played one match by myself today. Just to save him. Just to save him. And what a good man. And, you know, I try. But, yeah, I was successful. So that felt really good. Yeah. But yesterday... It was a lot of fun. It was a change of pace from what I'm used to when it comes to just normal first-person shooters. Yeah, me too. I've been on a ton of Halo Infinite, so this was a nice uh, nice change of pace. Man, me and Philip have been using Halo Infinite as like a wind-down game, and it's mm. so weird coming from Siege to Halo Infinite. I'm constantly trying. Do you guys ever do the the lean I do, in yeah. Siege? Yeah, I'm always trying to do that in Halo. And it, and it's just like, I'll be shooting, and then I'll punch. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Great. So that, that's a good kind of coverage of y'all's first little like playthrough. I remember yeah. on my first playthrough, uh, I was still waiting for Nave, I think, or something like that. Like This is mm-hmm. like beforehand, because I was like... Yeah, I was like dicking off on some other game. And I was like, I need to get good, because I know Nave plays Siege, and I don't want to be eating glue in the corner when this game starts. <laughs> so I did the yeah. tutorial. I jumped in my first mission, and I remember feeling so scared as we were like... <laughs> I was in my group with my two other randos, and we're just creeping around corners, popping down little ball sacks, shooting the little explodey boys. Like, yeah. I felt so in the atmosphere for this game. Like, it hooked me. Like, not... A lot of games, like, with Game Pass is a problem. I'll download 40 games. I'll start it up and I'll play it for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And if it doesn't give me those first 10 minutes, I'm probably going to delete it. Like, I don't know if that what it says about me as a person, but I need these book covers to be better. You know, uh, I'm the same way. It's, it's kind of a, like, like to the, to the point of streaming now, like how you, it, it's so readily accessed to the, like games and stuff now it has to grip you within that first like 10, 15 minutes of playthrough or you just like, yeah, I'm the same way. I just put it down. I'm like, okay, this is that's, that's fascinating because when I was like a kid and I would have video games rented for me from the video store, (laughs) um, if the game was crap and I didn't know what I was doing and I kept dying within the first five minutes, I played it all weekend because it's all I had. Yeah. It was a new game. Now you just swap it out. Now it doesn't matter. Now I'm like, all right, delete, whatever. Next. We didn't talk about playing tight. Uh, Fucking Taiko no Tatsujin. Well, no, that's gonna that's our next game of the week. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that at the end. See my light go out. Yeah, you okay over there? Yeah, it always makes me feel like I'm about to have a seizure. This is it. Yeah, this just All watch right. me die. <laughs> what about you, my Nate? dog? Just what do you think, Molly? What was your she first extraction like? Like, did um, you, I you picked like, Sledge. Siege? I picked Sledge. I was playing with John and his friend Will, and uh, I don't know why I said that. Like I didn't know who he was, <laughs> and um, yeah, Sledge has a shotgun, so I just ran in, guns blazing, fucking cowboyed up, started slamming through walls with my sledgehammer, having a good old time. And uh, then John and Will were like, "Oh yeah, he knows how to play Siege." So I'm just like slapping these fucking stupid aliens. Do we ever find out what these guys are? Is it like Gears of War where they come from the earth? Or are they aliens? Or is you know, it like I, fungus or something? That was one of my points later on is like like the lore in this game is kind of trash because yeah. Yeah, like we get what maybe two cutscenes <laughs> in the whole game. 
And no, you get a cutscene yeah. for every area you go to. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Like, I never gained any information from them, or at least it didn't seem to matter. Because we have these great in-game renders of these characters. And I'm like, whoa, this game looks really good. This came out in 20, 2015, or like these character models, like back with Siege, because this is just an asset yeah. flip, right? Yeah. So I'm like, this game looks like a modern game. And I'm playing it through, and they have little voice actors, and the voice acting sounds great. But then I'm like, I don't know anything about my characters. Like, Why just playing through them. Yeah, like, we look at League of Legends. You get so much character information based on their abilities, their call-outs. They're just little, they're chirps, that they say, when they're moving from point to point. Like, you, when Ramus goes, okay, you're like, all right, this guy's simple. He's tough. That's what he does. Just, you learn that from, okay, as he's, like, on the mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he said, all right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Whereas, like, I'm playing, you were playing as Doc, and you said something in French or something like that. I'm like, I said, merci beaucoup. I, I was like, French. Then I just kept fucking through the rest of the match, <laughs> merci beaucoup. <Yeah. laughs> just fucking everything. <laughs> I talk, When I was talking to JP, like, whenever he first downloaded the game, the last one he played was uh, Vegas, as far as Rainbow Six goes. And oh, he, was, he expected more realism in the game. And he's like, why do all the characters look so goofy? And he's like, why is this character named Sledge? And he literally has an ability called Tactical Sledgehammer. And I'm like, this game isn't serious. And he's like, yeah. okay, that makes more sense. Because this game on... <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that was it, basically. And he's like, this guy has shotgun shells strapped to the back of his left shoulder. There's no way he can like really reach these. Like cause This guy's like, X-Army. And like he's actually like deployed and stuff. Like he's like, no one would ever put ammo back there or something like that. And like this is completely unrealistic. And I'm like, calm down, dude. It's just a it's a shooty pew pew alien game. Yeah. Said, but the Tom Clancy name means something to me. Oh my god. Have you read Hunt for Red October? I don't even know if that's Tom Clancy. I don't know any Tom Clancy books. <laughs> Have you I assume Rainbow Six was one. I don't think so. I think Rainbow Six is always a game. I think Endgame was a book. You remember just a, that, like you just could... a just a book on on a shelf somewhere that you can <laughs> yeah. aim your gun at. Go, yeah, look at that. I could read that. God, I love books and video games. I'll be honest. Was it the lusty Argonian made? That's what started oh, it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Some of the titles were so great. The the darkest darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like was it a death t- block album? <laughs> No, but that was in uh, like Oblivion and Skyrim. There was like a there was one book I don't even remember what it was actually about, but I would always see it, and it was like a purple and black book. And the darkest darkness. Nobody pulled a hamstring on that one. Yeah, I always got yeah. upset p- picking up books and like I pick up a book in Skyrim or Oblivion or something, and it wouldn't give me a skill point, and I was like, "What do you like? Why did I pick this up? Like, I don't, you, I don't, I'm not going to read it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't care about lore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Skyrim. We have, yeah. you know." You always look at the value of the book, and it's like 15 gold, and you're just like, get it away yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at that. Peasant change. Okay, Nave, since you're the only Siege veteran for us, as this game is clearly a spinoff slash asset flip of the Siege game type that, that they had, I don't know what it was called. Was it called Quarantine? I don't know. I didn't play it. Okay. <laughs> Well, now you're kind of undermining this whole setup. You're supposed to be like, how much has changed from Siege to this game? Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, okay, so there's not there's not a whole lot of difference. The progression is different with like uh, your characters having their own levels. In Siege, it's more like League of Legends, where you everyone is always the same. 
you jump in, you know what to expect whenever you see Caviera running at sprinting full on sicko mode about to fucking knife you in the jugular vein. Like, you know, you expect it. You're like, oh, yeah, Caviera got me. Um, in this game, there's a lot of variance because you're fighting PvE and they're, it's kind of like, what is it, generate? What is it called? generation oh, spontaneous procedural generation procedural generation yeah everything's kind of procedural the levels are usually the same but all the enemies and the little egg sacks and shit the objectives that you need to do there goes my light again um all of that stuff kind of just changes vaguely and that that's enough of a switch up to differentiate this game from siege that being said i I'm always wanting to just play Siege whenever I'm... Because I, I am fucking these computers up. Like, these computers suck. And <laughs> the only ones that are scary are the ones that shoot at you. And that's because they're black, the surroundings are black, it's dark. Like, you, you can't tell. They look exactly like the drones that run up and slap you across the titties. Like, you... It, it's... They're the only ones that scare me. Honestly. And, um... What am I even talking about right now? The well, differences no, you, between the two yeah, games. You, you bring up a good point. Let's just stop there. Josh and Trey, you guys are pro gamers, butt chugging Mountain Dew. You know how yeah. to put warheads on foreheads and drop them, fools. <laughs> Did you find this game what is that difficult? From? Oh, it's just something they say in basic training. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yes and no. Like it, it, it's it's funny you say that because. We we I guess we got overconfident that first. We're like, man, we got through here. Like the only the only reason we fucked up is because we hit the wrong button. So we're like, yeah, let's let's drop into the second one, and we did, and we got overwhelmed overwhelmed pretty quickly. What in the like the third like the third extraction room or whatever? Yeah, um, something like that. It was yeah, like it, it built up this false sense of confidence in us. We were like we were blasting through people, and then all of a sudden we look and there's like four bloaters coming up, and we're like we back ourselves into a corner. And we're like shit, and you know you blast them and they they it kills us. Like it, yeah, I feel like we we constantly found ourselves like man, this is pretty easy, and then we would die. <laughs> I, I would say like maybe eighty five percent of the time it didn't feel difficult. Yeah, and then immediately the pace can change and it's like, Oh, well, how are we going to survive this? Yeah. Like what, ha- it kind of yeah. catches you off guard. Yeah, you were sitting there and you're like, all right, we're doing good. We're, <clears> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I look over and you're like, Oh my God. And I'm like, what? And you're like 10 health again. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. That would always happen to me though. And not yeah. you. And, I well, just wonder if it's because I suck. Maybe it's strong <laughs> <Yeah>. possibility. <laughs> you're the weakest link. Yeah. That's kind of like with you the, completely. The last time we were, me and uh, Philip were playing, we got crazy over overwhelmed in one of the where all the egg sacks are green. Do you remember what mission yeah. that's called? Uh, called? Uh, aberrant egg sacks or something. Aberrant. Like that. But um, yeah, the enemies were just spawning constantly, and I was like, "Is this a bug? Like, is this a glitch? Are are we are yeah. we fucked right now? Because we can't we could not get into the room, and like for for any reason, it was just San Francisco." Like, it was just the second level, so it wasn't even supposed to be that hard. But we could not siege this room, and we ended up both going down, and our rando had to pick us up, and when we were in Cheeto mode, they just take us and save us, and he did. Like, it was, it was, it was very heroic. It brought a tear to my eye. But <laughs> then the very next time we played, we went through all three missions, and we did, we literally all had 100 health like, whenever yeah, we, we left. Hit we never even got hurt. Clear. 
And I was just like, so that was like a bug, right? <laughs> that was not well, normal. I'm fairly certain it was San Francisco where we had to go, we had to get to our extraction point and it was like outside. We were on the, like the third tier and there were probably four, probably four or five of those egg sacs and they just kept spawning bloaters. Like I, every time I'd turn around, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd be like, Josh, there's a guy to our left. I'd be like, all right, there's a guy behind us. There's a guy to our right. Like it, I felt like we were just spinning in circles. And finally I got around to where I could go outside and I just started blasting the egg sacs and we got, it, it finally cleared it out. But yeah, we had something similar. I think it was San Francisco. Um, it was either that or we may, it may have been what Liberty garden. Yeah. It, whatever, wherever it was, it was super chaotic and it was, I don't know. It was kind of fun because yeah. it, it finally picked up mm -hmm. and I felt but challenged. When it picks up, it picks up. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally <laughs> yeah. felt challenged. Yeah. I so did game, you guys end up beating the last level? We did we on did that one. Well, not as far as like we cleared that third extraction point, but I, I mean, I don't know how far we actually made it as far as like levels. Yeah, because like, um, what was the fourth one? It's like true, because it's like New York truth and reconciliation. I would be fucking son of a bitch. I knew <laughs> I should have just finished the joke, because that's exactly what I was gonna say. But um, yeah, it was like New York, and then it's like San Francisco, Alaska, and then the truth and reconciliation. Whatever the oh, fuck yeah, we the last yeah, one, whatever it is. Well, I we asked never because yeah, this game has some weird. What I refer to as like difficulty confusion, whereas you like normal games, they have like a. Like looking at Leopard Dead, the difficulties are very different. They define each a certain skill type. Like you know if you're playing on expert, you definitely yeah. know if you're playing on realism. Yeah. Or like easy and normal. Like you can feel the difference. In this one, like you had New York, which was easy. You had San Francisco, which was medium, I guess. It didn't seem to make much of a difference because you would still die in roughly three to four hits. Maybe New York mm -hmm. was a little bit easier, but when we played any other mode besides the maps just being like kind of like more confusing or just like kind of mixed around the difficulties didn't seem to change much to me well and i noticed like the the one thing i looked at josh and said i was like well i don't have to worry about ammo like i never once did i find myself low on ammo even even when we were swarmed yeah. i just I, I felt like i never ran out of ammo even when i made it out of the fight i still had i don't know probably cuz i mean if you if you pop the guys in the head i mean they're down yeah, and one bullet. You're hit. Yeah. Yeah. One, two bullets. Yeah. And then like the pistol. Oh my, like the pistol in this game is good. Even when I would like carry like an MIA operator, have to like escort a VIP or whatever. I was like, yeah, I don't mind using my pistol. Tap, tap. Two, two shots to the head, drop the whatever one shot to the bloater. He blows up, kills three people around him. Like, yeah, unless it was an elite. Oh, is that what yeah, that was the only time? Elite? Yeah. The only time that I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I need more ammo. But, yeah, and so I was never, I never felt like worried at yeah. all that I was going to get backed into a corner unless it was a, you know, it's going to pop green. Yeah, I think smog all in my I face. Think the biggest but, I ever felt challenged was when we had to lure that elite to the extraction point. Yeah, and we got to arm the trap. Yeah, it was fun though. It was different. It was. Yeah, and then I picked you up. Like that was that was a cool point. He went down and like he he was KO'd, and I picked him up and I put him in the put him in the pod and saved you. Like that was a that was a I don't know. It was I a felt cool like moment. a child in your arms. Yeah, yeah. I I think the last time we were playing, we did that uh, the the one where you have to lure them back to the extraction and trap yeah. them. And I was literally joking. Like I was like, why is this even a mission? Because I, I'm just like, because my friend, the rando was like, I'll go get them. And, and I was like, all right, I'll just stand here next to the button. 
And then they ran back, and I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> yeah, hold, and hit the button. And then, but I don't know. But uh, it, I guess it depends on what the elite was. But ever, I think I feel like it was always the same type of elite. Like the ones that just charge at you, like yeah, the, the big tri- giant, Hulk. the Triceratops, dude. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain them. All right, so this game I feel like does have strange difficulty. The critters are kind of dumb. Is another point I want to highlight. <laughs> the AI in this game does not feel advanced in any way. Like I get that it's coming from Siege, a game that's With not no designed, AI. not not yeah. designed for AI. It's definitely a PvP only type game. It has bots. But that's just practice mode, basically. The AI on this game has to be some of the dumbest AI I've seen in gaming, especially after playing Halo Infinite, which the bots aren't geniuses, but they'll actually do flanking maneuvers. They will pull you out of vehicles. They'll do more than these characters, which will run at you, notice a breakable wall to their right, run around the wall, and then start (laughs) breaking the wall to get to you. And I'm like, am I not good enough for you? You got to smash that wall instead? Just went around your elbow to get your asshole. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I I would like walk around a corner and see an enemy and go and step back behind yeah, the corner they and they wouldn't and they, 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 they would never notice me. I just well just fucking Benny Hill music playing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd crouch, lean around the corner, shoot him in the head, and we're good. Yeah, I love it because they always want to scream right when they see you. But mm-hmm. like I think as far as I'm aware, the screaming only just wake makes the eggs like start making uh, ink or whatever it is so, yeah. and it's i'm like oh, i'm like oh thank god they're screaming easy headshot bam he's dead like, yeah they would like it because was like, i was running around with like shotguns and i would shotgun a dude and there would be dudes in the same room and they would not react to me shooting that guy's face off yeah and i'm just like thank god and then i run i run, and it goes stealth it gives me 15 points i'm like yeah i'm stealthy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't come in here with a pipe bomb. I'm stealthy. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, you'd shoot them and like they'd start to scream and it would like show like a little bell or whatever. Like other people are alerted, but they would never, then they would just, they would do nothing. And I was like, okay, well, what's the point of the stealth mechanic? (laughs) It's like the fucking helicopter that brings you in is blasting the fucking Vietnam era (laughs) rock music. (laughs) CCR. And they just fucking just kick down doors and hit shotgun people. Still, hammer. I love it. Which is great for me because that's like my this is my bread and butter is just fucking (laughs) running through rooms like that. I love it. The next point I just wanted to round table is this game was actually discounted from the traditional sixty dollars. Like I know we all played on Game Pass, probably correct. Yeah, but it's like thirty in it. I think think it was forty. Forty. Oh, is it? It might, it's 30 if you are on Game Pass because you get a 10% uh, discount. Okay. Oh, that's it. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on like holding the line at 60 or does this game deserve <laughs> to even be a full release? I just hit my fucking elbow really hard. <laughs> Fuck. In my opinion, I think it's a pretty solid price point. <clears throat> I, which granted, I, I wasn't a Siege player, so I'm not, I'm obviously not the demographic here, but I, I wouldn't pay fifty nine ninety nine. 60 i would pay 60 bucks for it um just my personal preference yeah i'm i'm not paying 60 for that like it it feels like a i mean it feels like an expansion or like a you know like i don't i don't know how to explain it it just it doesn't feel like a full game i guess i guess because of the gameplay loop it's it's kind of the same map each time just with 
people in mm-hmm. different places and just a different mission that you walk through. That's just not my play style. I enjoyed it for what it was, but yeah. I don't know if it wasn't on Game Pass. I don't know if I'd have picked it up. No, I definitely wouldn't have. Um, I feel like it's a great Game Pass game. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Who was your favorite operators? Who'd you like? Who'd you level up the most? So I really liked uh, Hibana, Hibana. Uh, just because really? I, I like, I, well, I like being fast. Like when I play Payday, like I'm the guy with just the suit with the like, you know, the fifty no percent chance to dodge a bullet when you run. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the kind of playstyle I have. But I found myself, uh, I kind of like Doc. Like he's slow. I even told Josh, I was like, oh my god, he's so slow. Like I was, I was just kind of like waddling around. But it kind of helped helped us a lot through the mission being able to heal and i either play fast or i play support is kind of the way i go i really enjoyed is it alibi oh yeah yeah i imagine that it's it's how you would pronounce it because he has his alibis (laughs) his little dummies um i found myself playing him uh i liked him a few times especially oh yeah good combination it was well when you were trying to pull somebody out of a, a tree yeah, I, it was helpful for me to have the little decoys out. Yeah, that's one thing I like about this about this game and Siege in particular, or any game where there are like specific characters with distinct abilities and personalities, is that there's always someone for somebody. And so it's like you you're like I like Alibi, and I'm like what? And you're like <laughs> and I like I like Habana, and I'm like what? <laughs> not lion yeah, not like, sledge no no sledge is my I favorite love sledge. i love sledge so much i'm just like kool-aid manny Woo! just fucking <laughs> I, I love every single time you have to go Woo! whenever you're busting through walls it's like oh yeah so fun i always make it's always making the random laugh like <laughs> just yeah just sprint in front of everyone just to bust through the wall just so to make sure you turn around did you guys see that i just fucking blew that wall away like fucking toilet God. paper. We had such a different experience because we played it so seriously. <laughs> I well, think that's the difference. The one time I used Sledge's ability, yeah, I was like, I just cut out like probably not a ton of walking, but, but I feel like I did <laughs> so much justice yeah. for our uh, our time. Yeah, it was a little shortcut, but yeah, we played it so seriously. We were like, all right, all right. We were like going in tactical, like, all right, crouch around here. All right, I'm seeing, we're rolling around in our drones. All right, there's a nest, there's a nest, there's a guy there. I'd marking him. Like, we really did play pretty, like, we never, I don't think we ever really fucked around. I did feel <laughs> like it was, like, I would throw my drone out, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Oh, uh, there's the it guy. I just felt like I needed to do it. Ooh, I really needed him marked because, you know, he'd probably you kill me if we not. We probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if we just said, fuck it and ran around with a sledgehammer yeah if we'd have done it that way it probably i don't know well that's gonna be my mindset going into it next time we play. yeah same well that's how i feel every single time i'm not sledge i walk i walk up and i see a wooden wall and i just put my hand on it just close my eyes for a second and just pretend (laughs) that i'm just imagine myself busting through this wall (laughs) and i'm just like next time (laughs) and i just leave (laughs) walk to the door that's right next to it Now that's a cool mechanic that I, that's one thing I told Josh I liked that uh, it kind of forces you to play as different characters because you know if you take damage they're out or you know they get injured or if they get MIA like I enjoy that because otherwise I would just stick to the same operator every single time like I'm just that kind of person Definitely. but it forced me out of my comfort zone to just try new people like I, I found myself going huh that's an interesting ability like I probably never would have played as Doc but I was like well I mean I don't have this this operator unlocked this operator like she's dead or MIA so I was like well 
let's try this one out. Like, well, that's something you can say in a in video games, but not when you're married. It yeah. forced me to try somebody else out. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Philip? Some some married boy humor. What? I'm happily married. Same. <laughs> just for the record i'm happily married <laughs> and then there's me <laughs> yeah me too um I yeah i think philip's character philip who's your favorite character oh, oh yeah but we're still doing characters uh definitely lion was i thought the most valuable character but besides that i definitely played for rook like hmm. anything that could be massive support that's like auto massive support like i couldn't mess that up like as rook you're able to give somebody like they're down but not out back if you give them the armor. Mm-hmm. Or if you, you know, are lion, you scan anything during like half the missions involve sprinting enemies running at you. Like if we look at the aberrant egg sacks or the stand on the square on the ground, four square, whatever it was called. Like whatever yeah. those missions were, Hate the enemies were going to be sprinting. So lion would be so useful in those situations. Yeah, lion's tight. Lion was my second highest. That's pretty much I, I also like say. Fuse. Like they were good. A fuse is my favorite. Well, one thing you you asked about differences between uh, siege and extraction. One of the major differences is with Rook, when he puts his armor down, you can't break it before anyone can use it. That's the one of the best. That's the biggest meme in uh, in Rainbow Six Siege is a Rook player who just wants to be helpful sets armor down, <laughs> and then the very first person turns around and goes no, and just shoots the armor and blows it up, and everyone's just like ah, I wanted that armor, <laughs> my T-shirt, no, <laughs> and uh, you walk away. Usually you get shot in the back of the head if you're playing <laughs> quick play. Someone immediately kills you, but. Not a whole lot of team. I don't even think you could team kill each other. No, there's no friendly fire in this. Team killing is a it's a pretty big part of siege. It's very <laughs> funny, but uh, you can't do that in extraction. Extraction's a little bit more. I was gonna say extraction's a little bit more serious, but I don't, it's not. It's not serious. <laughs> it just won't let you kill your teammates, well, which for- probably for the best because. I'm, whenever I started using uh, impact grenades, I was like constantly hitting Philip with them. I was just like, <laughs> ah, just fucking throw it at Philip's feet. Nothing happens. Aw. If we're talking about gameplay styles, Nave, uh, you talk about your run and gun. But with my general more support, once I got the scanner drone that would highlight enemies permanently, that was like my favorite thing to do was to drive ahead in my RC car and then highlight everything so that you would just run and gun and blow everything up. And I'm just yeah, he would just follow me around. Getting crazy amount of assists. That's teamwork right there. That's true teamwork. Yeah. That's playing to your strength, Which, boys. The drones are pretty. The drone was pretty nice that it would it would highlight something and it would just remain highlighted for like a minute straight. So I'm just like you, and I'm just yeah. trying to find you a can staircase. See walls. <laughs> like there's someone in three rooms away. So we talk about playing this game co-op. Did you know this game has a buddy pass? Yeah, I did see yeah. that. What is that? That's really cool. So, you could like if if you have it, buddy pass. I could send it to you, and then or if I have it, hmm. yeah. They get the well, full game for fourteen days. Yeah, if you oh. send the buddy pass. Yeah, very it's an cool. insane amount of time. If, uh, I mean, but they have to play with you. Pass. That's the only problem. Which is fine because I mean, me and Philip always play together. together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Except that's all I have to say on the buddy pass. <laughs> yeah, we I... didn't get to experience it because we played on game pass. Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate buddy pass. All right, I think I hit most of the points I really wanted to cover. Maybe one more question. Uh, how do you guys think this game is going to age? Because we all agree it seems a little little small right now, like almost not a full game. Uh, it depends on 
like the I guess the post launch support that it gets. Like if they keep adding, like I don't know. There's not there's not much they can do to change up the gameplay loop. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how well that's going to age because it's it's just it's it seems like it's going to be the same. They could add in more uh, I guess objectives, but for the most part, it's it's a three room. You know, you drop in one room and then just see how far you can make it. Kind of gameplay loop. Yeah. Besides the besides the care uh, the character variety, I would definitely like to see more variety in the objectives. Yeah. Same. Especially yeah. after playing it for like two weeks, like we've been, I don't know how long we've been playing it. Feel I think we had I have a uh, sixteen hours, sixteen point something, and um, it's definitely it's definitely starting to wear on me a little bit. But it's a, it's a pretty fun game to just talk to a friend. One thing that I would really say is this is a really good introductory to Rainbow Six Siege hmm. because after playing this game for about eight or nine hours, you essentially know what all of those characters do. And those almost every single one of those characters besides Alibi, IQ, there's a, it, I would say about three quarters of the characters are very important in Siege, like characters that matter. And, and it's... It, it's 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 a really good introductory to siege. That's okay. all I can all I really have to say. Because I feel like I I feel like I could take Philip into siege and he would be able to play Rook. Because I mean Rook does the exact same thing in siege, except his armor actually helps. <laughs> his armor actually gives you lets you absorb more damage. It's it's pretty nice. Uh, and because in this game I I don't think you absorb any more damage. I think it just gives you another revive, right? I thought it gave you like twenty percent, but I'd have to re reread the ability. Yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't feel like it helps very much. Well, you still die like, in like three hits in this game. Yeah. Like on well, any Phillip, difficulty, it seems. For the longest yeah. time, Philip, Philip's, because uh, you have two gadgets, and it's like you have an explosive and then you have a, a gadget, and Philip would keep taking in the armor plate that reduces like 20% damage. And every time I'd see like that, I'd be like, hit. how's it? I'm like, how'd that go for you, Philip? And while you're on the ground dying, <laughs> like go pick me up. And I'm just like, yeah, I bet you wish you could pick yourself up right now. huh? <laughs> like everyone else, like literally every random we ever had always had the self revive. Yeah. And I'm just like, cause the self revive is go good. No, you don't need or, it. If you have teammates yeah, to but, pick them up. <laughs> oh my God. Look, <laughs> if you could, if you could self revive, then your teammate doesn't have to pick you up. That let that gives them the opportunity to clear the room or something. Like it's ah God, Philip, I hate you so much. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I switched to the the upgraded drone once I got it. Yeah, Philip was driving the drone around too because I would just be like, uh, like the it, like our teammate would go down and he start picking himself back up and I'm like, thank God that guy. He has a fucking self-revive. And oh Philip's like, Nave, the drone is good. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> if we don't have a lion, we need a drone. Someone needs to do it. And I'm like, all right. We have to Phillip. find the target. All right. Do we have any more discussion points before we take a break and get to our closing? Because I feel like we've actually covered a lot of points. I I don't think so. I think you've we've covered just, I will say the body armor. Yeah, that 20% is nothing. Um, I yeah, used it once, and I was bad. like, "Oh my god, why did it was like, why did I why did I equip this?" But other than that, yeah, no, no, no more points. And that was my favorite thing too. When we were playing with JP, I'd have the self revive, and I'd go down, and I'd be like, "This is why I'm the best in the business." And I just fucking stab myself <laughs> oh my and start god. getting up and shooting. <laughs> fucking love doing stupid shit like that. And with that, let's take a break. In the music plays. No, nothing seems to be on fire this break, so we're good. Yeah. Awesome. And we're back. 
All right. Well, we'll start with our guest first. I just saw the number roll over one, two, three, four, five. That was pretty cool. It's satisfying. Trey, your final words <laughs> about Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy, Extraction. Well, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I got my playtime out of it, and I think Josh and I are still going to go back and dive in. So, I mean, I thought it was pretty good for what it is. Yeah. If it's convenient, I'll go back and play it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, is that your final words, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to reference back to these tweets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do to my final words. Spoilers. I should have just waited and called you out on it later. So as mentioned in our prior tweets, specifically the Quit the Build guys, I don't know which person from Quit the Build wrote this one, but he mentions how the game probably probably loop gets boring after a while. You guys talk about how you were only like five or six hours in. We made it 15, 16 hours in. Yeah. And honestly, the gameplay has not changed since the first five hours. Mm. We've gone, gone better. We've seen more of the map. But honestly, it's the same game. Like, I would feel perfectly fine uninstalling this game, waiting for a new patch to come out when they're like, now, you know, there's San Francisco, we got uh, New Mexico, we got Alaska, there's New York, and now we can finally go to Vermont. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> they, got, they got Vermont? I'm on my way. You know, like, I'll, I'll definitely probably log in for the next big upgrade, but I think I've already seen what I need to see in this game. I recommend it for about two hours of gameplay. Then after that, go play something else. Did you guys uh, get the objective where you have to go into the freaking mother lobe and then <laughs> fight the fight the sledge? Oh, the portal? No, yeah, we never, no, no, we never got that one. Yeah. Oh, this must be a rare spawn. It, it definitely was because we only got it twice the whole time we played it. And I think both times were in San Francisco. Interesting. Yeah, so no, we the, never. There's a oh, there's like a boss legit room. boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, like no. Binding of Isaac, <laughs> fucking Destiny Two, like a, like a, with the with the health bar, yeah, and like minion waves that get spawned in. It's it's pretty hard. It was really scary the first time because we were already like messed up, and um, I think I was like, guys, let's go through the portal, and <laughs> Nate was like, and no, I'm just like, we should just extract. No. Like I'm at twenty health, you're at one HP, and JP is like at like thirty health or something like that, and I'm like, I'll be fine. We probably just got to go through this portal and click a button or something, you know? We go through the portal, and it's like this dude teleports <laughs> in. He looks like a SWAT guy combined with the darkness. I don't know if you played that game back. 360 oh, yeah. Yep. Gen. Yep. Yeah. And he's just like seeping darkness and he pulls out a shotgun, cocks it and then blows my head off. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> and then the, like, cause what instantly happened was Philip died and Philip died. And then me and JP were the only ones alive, but JP wasn't very, I don't think he was very good at the game. I don't remember, but he ends up going down too. I go down self-revive and I'm like running in circle. I get him half health. And then I fight the first, like, spawn, like, the wave of enemies. And I'm just like, God, I wish I had teammates right now because they're coming from every direction. And I have a shotgun. So I'm literally shooting once, reloading real quick and shooting again because there's another guy in my face. And I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to be able to win this. And I get him to about, like, a quarter health just by myself. Like, I'm just, like, fighting him. They're just watching me. Eventually, I get blown in half. And, it, and it's sad. And that's, like, the, that's, like, the second time that i even lost my character like i even had an mia i mean how many mias did we have philip i'm pretty sure i i'm pretty sure i only went mia like 
maybe four times, four or five. I had a lot of MIAs. Yeah, they, yeah, me too. I was always losing, boys. Turning into a Cheeto, falling on the ground. <laughs> I, and so, there are times where I've left you guys and just extracted. I know, we're it's the happened only, twice. like, Nave, you jerk, I'm gonna remember this. <laughs> <laughs> fucking out of here, dude. <laughs> like, you still got like, 15 health. You can take I was like, I had like 100 health as Lion, and I activated it where you both were dead, and there was like an elite enemy and then a bunch of sewers, and I'm just like, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> you guys are gone, fuck you guys. <laughs> It was like the very beginning of the mission, and you both were already dead. You and the rando. And he's like, you're like, the rando just aggroed everyone. And I'm like on the other end of the map, aggroing everyone. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I'm extracting. I'm fuck, fucking out of here. All right, Nate. What's That's your final, final word? That, was that your final words? Yeah. <laughs> Leave no, your friends, game, kids. The game is fun. Um... It made me want to play Siege most of the time, but it felt good to be able to play Siege's gameplay with somebody who can't play Siege. Like, because the problem with Siege is if I force Philip to play Siege, he's going to spend a lot of time dead and watching cameras. And that's not very fun for him. As in this game, you, the AI is dumb. You can, you, can, you can hold your own. As long as you know how to first-person shoot, you can hold your own. Especially in New York, where there's like literally it never spawns people who have ranged attacks. So you're only shooting people running in a beeline straight at you <laughs> or the nearest breakable wall. And so, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Siege is extremely hard and it's a really, really precise game. It's like those ga it's one of those shooters where someone peeks around a quarter and sees a fraction of a pixel of your ankle around a washing machine and shoots it and kills you. And. <laughs> That's hard for people who that, that's really hard for people who haven't been playing for years already. It's it's the same thing with like League of Legends. Like there's a there's a skill curve that you there's a skill hump that you have to get over before you're having fun. And this game doesn't have that. Like you're you're immediately right out of the gates able to engage with the enemy and I appreciate that about this game like quite a bit because Siege's gameplay is why I play siege so much it's because the game is the game the gameplay is crisp and precise and that all translates over to this game as well it's just so much more noticeable how dumb the ai is <laughs> because uh it's very dumb it's very dumb yep and with that our final words have been said so we approach the end of the show nave do we have any mail or feedback you know what i didn't look all right well you do while you're thing, doing i'm that, gonna look real quick so I want to take this moment to thank Trey and Josh from the CS podcast, taking time out of their day away from their families to just talk about some video games and eggs and eggs and tuna and, and tuna. <laughs> it's been our pleasure. Thank you so much for the invite onto the show. Yeah. Thanks for having us. And thank you for making us feel so welcome. Yeah, of course. We're always looking for pod partners, pod co-op partners, if I would say it like that. Which I, I said odd partners. I was no. like, damn, to their face, dog? No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> we don't have, uh, we do not have anything on good pods. Nobody loves us. Hey, uh, listeners at home, dear uh, listener co-op partners, write in. Email us at gamingtogetherpod at gmail.com or any of our other contact points. We always want to hear from you. Uh, you guys have been good on the Twitter, so I'll, I'll cut them some slack. But give us some reviews. All right, Nate, what are we playing next week? <laughs> huh? What? What'd you say? What are we playing next week? Uh, Drum tight. 
what god shit what's it called taiko taiko no tatsujin i think that's what it's called full title taiko no tatsujin the drum master exclamation point drum master is that what that means i don't know but uh it fucking rules kicks ass i'm the best at it fight me i can't get out of p plus yeah, everyone sucks except as soon as you get into B plus unranked, uh, they are always getting perfect, and I don't know how the fuck they're doing that. So, are you guys familiar? You guys rhythm game, right? It's on my it's on my wish list actually, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, the Game oh, Pass. Oh, is it? I didn't realize it was on Game Pass. Woo! Yeah, yeah fucking stealth no. dropped yeah, just like Donkey Rampa, which they messed it up on Xbox. The uh... On what's it called the Xbox Microsoft PC version. version, the PC version. Yeah. That's it. I keep saying Xbox, but the PC version is apparently broken. Where I don't know if they fixed it at this point. Dear listener at home, maybe they already fixed it, but it would not let you start the game if you downloaded it from the Microsoft Game Pass app. Like it would not connect to your account or anything. So I had to, like a peasant, play it on my Xbox. <laughs> I have to oh, keep the, that in oh, mind. Check it out. Hopefully they they fixed that because yeah, I was going to play it on my PC. I don't want to have to. Yeah, I don't want to have to boot my Xbox up. <laughs> It's so good. Listening to somebody sing in English last Christmas <laughs> has made my day. As it, for some reason, that song comes up like multiple times when you hit random. Yeah. I just, it has, I always have a smile on my face when that one comes up. I'm just like, oh, here we go. Last Christmas. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why can't I play that? Just randomly, they have a fucking Jackson 5. Yeah. <laughs> just the fucking, what is it? I want you back. Yeah, that's it. God damn it, why? The, the game's so good. But uh, we'll be talking about some of the co-op aspects and maybe how you can get good at drumming, which, do you even know what kind of drum this is or any of the history for it? Because I don't. It seems very cultural. Yeah, it's a, it's a Japanese drum. It's like, it's got the rim and the middle part <laughs> that you hit. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, the the dawn and the ka. Yeah, the ka is the fucking rim. Yeah. And with that, I think it's time to say goodbye. We don't even need to do an episode on it anymore. We covered it. No, man. <laughs> right it's it's, it's pretty intricate. I got a lot to say about this game. Yeah, I told Philip to download it. He's like, all right. And then fucking four and a half hours later, we're still fucking fighting in ranked practice mode, just trying to beat each other. Okay. And he's just like, God, the fucking, he's like, I got to go eat with my family. But I gotta fucking play this drum game. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I told you this game kicks ass. Fucking rules, dude. Never and then the it. fucking Dragon Ball Z song comes on, and you're like, Shala! Hey, Shala! Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 just fucking bouncing in front of my TV. I fucking love rhythm games so much, dude. I wish my camera was on just as it's just feeding the Twitter as I'm playing this fucking game because I'm like, I'm like, Philip, are you not dancing to this music? Yeah. That's how I'm beating you because well, <laughs> I'm is, so like, into it. We don't even have the like the drum controllers or the sticks or anything. We're just using, you know, the Xbox controllers the Xbox and just controller. face buttons and triggers and stuff. God damn, I just want to play that Dragon Ball Z song again. <laughs> All right, well, we need to end this. Thanks for joining us, co-op partners. Maybe we can go kill some aliens in New York again next time. Bye. Bye-bye. You guys can say bye, too, if you want. Bye. See ya. <laughs>